0: Get ready to be inspired with tips, tools, and easy-to-digest information. Let's do this.
1: Hey, Soul Tribe. Happy New Year 2021. We thought it would be a great episode, this one that we did with Patricia, to bring forth the first episode ever of 2021, where we literally talk about everything that is coming into play now astrologically speaking of course and uh, most of most of the things we talked about i found very interesting but as well i wanted uh, a lot of clarification i was looking to clarify the whole um going in like the era of going into aquarius like i wasn't sure i was hearing a lot of different information about it so that's one of the first things we get into um but very interesting episode as usual Patricia has so much to share that we could have kept going for a while I hope this helps you guys begin the year well Uh, I hope it helps you guys kind of plan out your year as to what's your priority and what you're you know what you plan on doing for this year because I think it's important to set an intention so I hope this episode helped you guys find that intention and set it forth and we wish you again a happy new year and enjoy the episode Okay, Patricia. Patricia, Patricia, Patricia. I don't don't know how to say it in English. Patricia Patricia.
2: Patricia. is fine, or Patricia. Okay,
1: Uh, the 21st of December, we entered into the era of Aquarius. I think they would say it that way. And we were really interested in finding out what that really means from your perspective Um, because I've heard, you know, other astrologers talk about it. I feel like, like, at least for me who am not into astrology too much, I feel like it's a little confusing. So we wanted to kind of talk about that in this episode and maybe
2: you can help other people understand it like me that don't totally get it. (laughs) Sure. Well, first of all, thanks again for your invitation. It's so nice to share these uh, conversations with you. So again, thank you so much for having me with you today, and I would like to correct something that you just said, because this is actually something I've been uh, hearing from different sources, different people, and I understand why there is this confusion, which is actually uh, this um, idea that we are entering the Aquarius era, and actually, it's not exactly the beginning of the era, because this change of era will take probably around 200 and something more years to actually officially take place. And because, you know, the change of eras take uh, around 2,600 years, we are still in the transition between the Pisces era entering the Aquarius era. Now, officially, if we have to be very precise in t- in terms of um, technical information, there's still some time ahead for the official entrance. But what you just said is definitely very important and resonates with this principle of Aquarius because on December the twenty first, just a few days ago, Jupiter and uh, Saturn met, in uh, Aquarius for the first time after 800 years so this is a very important uh, moment energetically because uh, actually Jupiter and uh, Saturn meet at the very same degree every 20 years and so one would say so what is so special about this Uh, meetup? Well, first of all, because as I said, the last time they had been this close was 800 years ago. And it was a very important transition for humanity because we were leaving behind the dark ages to enter the uh, more medieval times right so it was that like the entrance into a new era that would give then way to the renaissance right so this renaissance this rebirth was actually triggered by the encounter of jupiter and saturn leaving behind the old order and giving way to very important advances in the realm of, for those days, traveling, communication, science, in a way, medicine, the way it started being kind of um, um, tested or tried for the first time. So there were the very first steps into a more modern view of the world. And culturally, also, culturally also, It was the beginning of the organization of languages, the first kind of um, printing of grammars for different languages. So it was a moment of an important cultural, social uh, rebirth or actually birth of new trends in those days, of course, very um, challenging because it was a very different perspective, very different way of dealing with the reality they had had, um, um, the possibility of getting hold of in those days. Now, back to this very special moment, this meetup of Saturn and Jupiter in more than in Aquarius, although it is very important, is the fact that they meet in an air uh, sign after 200 years. Every 200 years, there is a change of element in this um, meetup between Saturn and Jupiter. So for 200 years, we see the predominance of events and um important um, facts that are revealed in, in in the world, in humanity, but hand in hand with the energy of that element. And to put this more clearly, before this beginning of the air era, and that is probably what we should call it rather than the Aquarius era, is the air era that will take place for 200 years from now on we are leaving behind the earth era when everything was about possessing, about land ownership, about uh, the possibility of conquering um, uh, countries or conquering lands. So, and also the emphasis was laid on um, resources that are from the earth, So everything connected with agriculture, with oil, and everything connected with the produce of the earth, and the importance, as I said before, of owning uh, these assets. So also this gave way to certain regulations and laws and even organizations of governments that based their focus on precisely this, establishing clear frontiers, um, having some sort of organization where rules were very clear so that this belongs to you, this belongs to this other person, mostly this belongs to us, the government, (laughs) the the ones in, in authority. So the earth usually gives way to very fixed um, kind of, I don't know circumstances or or everything has more to do with finding stability and materialization and being able to make things real, right, to uh, to construct, to build, to have, right? to have my house in the city, my uh, weekend house in the countryside owning two or three cars right so everything was the focus was on money and what money could allow us to to have right so what possibilities we had to be who we are depending on what we own right it's like um, I, I don't know exactly what saying you use in English but it's in Spanish we say that we are Uh, what we own, right? Something of the sort. I don't know if if you can think of another (laughs) saying or proverb along those lines. But anyway, the important thing is the concept itself. So with this um, new um, encounter between Saturn and Jupiter, but this time in Aquarius, the power changes hands. And the focus also changes hands. So rather than um, focusing on uh, what institutions or how institutions are organized, who is the head of that institution, who is the authority, all this vertical view of the world, like we are here at on the top and you have to obey whatever is dictated from above. So that is part of this previous uh, order that is that has already come to an end. Of course, all change takes time. So we are obviously in the middle of a transition. It's not that on uh, the 21st, the, the old order came to a complete end and now we are entering this new air era. It takes really time. But what we have probably realized with this uh, 2020 when we were forced to stay indoors and to really become more conscious of the things we own, we possess, and what they mean to us. Is it important to really have this big house and, and live alone and not be able to share it with other people, friends or family or my house in the city that has been locked down for so long. And it is more what I have to pay for maintenance than than what I'm actually enjoying it. That is in part what this lockdown has shown us. Also, the the fact that we were isolated and on the one hand helping us to do some sort of introspection and to be able to find answers within because answers from outside are not even today um, clear or we don't have really answers that we can hold on to to know what um, path to choose or what to do next, right? So this isolation was like the final act for what is coming, which is with the air the era of communication, interaction, horizontality, the collective, right? So if you if you see what we have been doing also for the last months, because we were isolated and alone at home, we had to, as human beings, devise more de- um, uh, ways of being in touch with other people. So this Zoom, Uh, session or this video session is an example of what I'm I'm just saying, right? And we are all three in a different country. And even though we are all three in a different city, in a different country, in a different time zone, we are having this conversation. So I'm at home alone, maybe so are you. But we are connected. So, this is like starting to get some sort of um, idea of what will come next with the air, because now, as I said, the power changes hands. And the air means communication, interaction, knowledge, and the possibility of uh, having the freedom to decide because also the air is about freedom. But this freedom comes with responsibility because if we think again of what this encounter between Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius means, it means that Jupiter, the new order, the young king has defeated the old order, the old king, who is Saturn. Saturn in in methodology is very interesting. I'm I'm not going to go into that. But Saturn, the father, the old king, is the one that established with a very firm hand the order, the rules, the decisions. In fact, because he didn't want his uh, children to defeat him, he would eat his children, right? So in order to make sure that they would not rebel, that they would not bring him down, right? So he would eat his children. And um, when uh, Rhea, uh, Jupiter's mother, uh, Saturn's wife realizes that Jupiter was um, uh, in danger, she exchanged Jupiter for pieces of stone. So Saturn, at the stones thinking that it was Jupiter and Jupiter was able to organize himself in order to finally defeat the king, his father, and liberate and free his siblings, which is what he does. So today is pretty much about this myth. That is, in on the one hand, everything I said about the element Earth has a lot to do with Saturn as a principle, because Saturn is precisely about uh, being grounded, being responsible. The idea of time process, everything needs time. It needs to um somehow or rather needs time to be built and constructed firmly, firmly enough so that it stays on and it can be preserved. So that is what Saturn would like things to be like, or he would like to continue with this these principles. But now that Jupiter has already crossed over Saturn, because on the 21st, First, Jupiter was behind Saturn in the moment the conjunction was uh, produced, that is, both in the same degree together. Jupiter was behind Saturn. So Saturn was saying, Okay, young lad, come with me. I will show you the way. And Jupiter started thinking, Okay, this is the time. to go over Saturn and start rushing away, which is what Jupiter will start doing. You know that Jupiter stays in the same sign for, say, 12, 13 months. So Jupiter will be in Aquarius for the next 12 months. But funnily enough, because Jupiter is in such a hurry to move away from Saturn and the, the sort of strong hand of rules, orders, limits, right? You can, you can't, right? That is Saturn's voice. So, in order to avoid that, Jupiter will reach Pisces in May. Very, I mean, imagine how, um, in how in, in how much in a hurry Jupiter is that it will start kind of rushing away from Saturn, reach Pisces, but then Saturn. Watching Jupiter's back will say, young lad, come back, come back, you're speeding up, you're not supposed to because, and Jupiter will go retrograde and will go back to Aquarius until December, November, December 2021. Now, what this means also is that even though we are entering this new era and when many changes will take place because Aquarius is about the new, about advances, also about knowledge, even theories or or discoveries that today we cannot even imagine because one of the things that will very probably happen for the next twenty years, especially, is that we will be shocked by new um, things, new new discoveries, for better and worse. That is, which is what happens with you know science um, as it moves uh, on. It it discovers things that can be used positively or negatively. So this, of course, uh, we have to brace ourselves to also. Uh, Meet, But in principle, everything that the new king wants to do and, and will try to do, which is also organizing society differently, the force of the collective will become even much more important than we saw happening in 2020. It was like the beginning of what will now become the usual form, like groups defending their ideals, their philosophies, their principles, fighting to get what they want and to be free enough to be allowed to express themselves and also to do what they believe strongly is the truth. So all these different cells and groups which is good, like coming with new ideas, new principles, new ideologies, also comes with the risk of division, because there will be groups kind of defending one principle, one idea, which is very good, but then there will be another group defending the opposite. So part of the learning for, for humanity is that we have to allow these differences and what really will make us more evolved and will help us grow is opening up our minds to listen to different voices. You can defend your ideas with your own voice. Make your voice strong. This is what Jupiter says in the air element. And look for your truths, your beliefs, your principles, your philosophies of life. You are free to do so, but you have to respect the differences that will become bigger and stronger. But rather than opposing these differences, feed on them. That is, what you think different from me adds to what I already know. So, uh, you know, what is happening these, these, these days with, with all these um, kind of different Zoom sessions, YouTube sessions, by the way, obviously the digital world is becoming the means of, of communication, right? Not only communication, e-commerce, e-banking, everything that already was important will become essential and probably the only way of trade right everything will happen online but as i was saying and then i sidetracked myself a little saturn is there so during this transition of big changes and this real kind of plunge into the new saturn will anyway be close enough to say this this takes time this needs to be organized you need rules otherwise we can very easily fall into chaos because everything is so new without any previous model because actually the 2020 with all this uh, Capricorn energy kind of coming to an end also says that old models will not exist anymore. Everything is will be brand new. So the fact that there are no previous models makes it so important that Saturn should be there as some sort of pillar, because Saturn is a pillar. So if we don't want to fall into chaos, which is Kind of one of the risks of these new times, then we have to also take the best from experience. And that is the wise old man. That is Saturn. Saturn can be the king that we defeat, but is also the wise old man who has the answers throughout history. Because Saturn is the one that really shows uh, what needs to be done in time with time in order to be able to build and construct. So do you have any yeah. questions? So yeah, far? I have
0: a <laughs> I want to say one thing. Um, sure. What you're just saying is really interesting because ideally what we would do now, right, is review everything that has come up in the last few years, especially in the last year, I would say, and see like see what's what's not working how can we do it differently and like have an open mind like you were saying like that air energy and like rewrite laws or redo things differently and just rethink how we're going to move forward kind of like a reset you know what i mean and a lot, a lot of people are saying that going into this new kind of era of air that it is a reset so people have all this expectation they're putting so much I, I don't like that either. Of putting so much pressure on a specific date, or to me, it it it's going to be like you were saying. It's going to take time. It's not a change that's we're going to see in one day. But I, I that's my hope that that we can all just kind of make the changes individually and collectively, you know, governments, um, states, whatever that is, and change what we need to change. Because I think that's important. Otherwise, what did we learn? You know what I mean?
2: Absolutely, I agree, because, and this is in part what I was just saying, in order to be able to do things well in the new way, which is because it is new, as I said, it's also a kind of trial and error transition, because there will be many things that we will try and see they don't work. So we have to, I mean, go back and see how else to do it. Um... Which means that there is where also history and and certain things. What is very interesting is that what Uranus in Taurus is asking also is because uh, the earth is actually giving us clear signs that we are not actually treating Earth well, and we as human beings have been abusing. The resources of the earth. So part of these changes, part of the wind that has been blowing so hard these days. I mean, uh, as a as a sign also of the air era, right? It was funny to to see how the uh, wind started blowing uh, worldwide, uh, right? Um, but also Uranus in Taurus will bring a lot of. Um, events that will warn us against misusing or abusing our resources and the land and everything that we as human beings need in order to survive. And there is where I feel also this thing of listen to the wise old man, that is, we have to turn back to uh, aborigines, to people living uh, in a less civilized world i wonder if actually we are that civilized but anyway to just to use a term right i mean those who are uh, wilder or um more connected with natural ways and that we have to recover so when we think of the new order new techniques advances yes that definitely will cannot be stopped and will not be stopped so there will be many things happening i mean the other day i was um watching a video showing it was it's a new um i suppose it is a t- test model but it's a new kind of car that turns into a plane into a small plane it was funny to see the car on the road and then spreading the wings and taking off so i think this which seems impossible <laughs> to imagine today will be very common and, say, five <laughs> years from now. I mean, not not that far away in time. But in order to um, protect the human race, we need to listen to the people who really know, and, and that we will not find on the Internet only. Most probably we have to go back to, you know, natural essences uh natural ways of of i mean even in in the world of medicine i mean all these um tests for to find the the best medication or vaccine to fight to fight viruses there will be more coming unfortunately um probably if we turn to nature a little more i mean probably there are uh answers there or there are things we can resort to in order to improve our health because actually which is the best vaccine against a virus your self-defense mechanism so we have to make our defense mechanism stronger by eating healthily vegetables fruit i mean uh fine vitamins Oh oh my
0: gosh. I feel that every day. Like, I'm like, they're pushing so many, you know, we can find the answers within ourselves. Like, I think this is all also there to wake us up from the way we're living, like how unhealthy we are, um, the stress, the, the hustle and bustle, like people moving more into more rural areas or suburban areas. I think it's a lot, all of that.
2: Yeah that is looking for the new air, and the air is away from the city. So yeah, the fact that we have been cramming together, trying to live as though in a, in a sardine uh, tin, has shown this is not working well because social distance means much more than just avoiding being infected by a virus. It's like, I need, uh, I can't breathe. Right, like the the words we we heard beginning of 2020. So we as human beings, we cannot breathe because we have exhausted the clear air, right? So we need to also, as you said, uh, Lorena, we have to become more and more aware. That's why we were isolated to do a real kind of introspection and listen to our inner voice What exactly do you need? Who exactly do you want to to be or where do you want to live? These are the big questions that were raised for the new consciousness, right? And everything that happened in the 2020 with this meeting of the three big powers in Capricorn, Pluto, Saturn, Jupiter, now Saturn and Jupiter have finally uh, moved away from Pluto. That's why things are lightening up. I mean, in a way. Uh, Anyway, as I said, it will take a long, long time not to go back because there's no going back. Because people are asking, when are we going back to our normal kind of life? Well, it's not about going back. It is about moving on, trusting that what is coming and the new kind of reality is what we need as Human beings today. Mm -hmm. So, but as I said, we need to also go turn back and look back to the wisdom that there is and and will continue existing in the history of humanity because it's not about getting rid of everything. That is also important in this uh, time of introspection, right? Many of us have turned to organic vegetables growing our own vegetables at home yeah that is going back to the wisdom of the early times when there were no um, um, insecticides or you know everything that comes with evolution or um, growth right
0: yeah and Um, sharing that with your community because i see that as well like i grow this you grow that we help each other and we're in it together Like I see see that energy, but I have a question. Um, So I know we're speaking at a very general level of the alignments of the planet right now and the energy. Do you think that this conjunction and all of this kind of planetary um, alignment, is that going to affect certain signs more than others since we're going into an era of air? Would that like affect more air signs? Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, actually, well, we are all affected because as above, so below, so definitely, and we are witnesses of of this, definitely. But then when you look into someone's chart, there you see the energy field, the personal energy field. So that energy field attracts and rejects other energetic fields. So there are some signs that with the entrance of Aquarius in the hands of Saturn and Jupiter will be more closely shaken, if you like, or uh, I don't want to use the word affected, but we will somehow rather uh, live the experience more vividly, more directly, experiencing in, in, in our da- daily life more than others, same as in the, in the previous uh, period, it was the Capricorn energy, and therefore people with their sun, moon, ascendant, or personal planets in Capricorn probably felt it more strongly. But it's not just about Capricorn, for example, in that case, because what, when we consider how the energy in the, in, the, in the sky can affect us, we have to think of what we call the cardinal cross. So four signs will always be part of the cardinal cross. So when something important, big or transcendental, is happening in one sign, it affects the sign that is opposite and the other two signs that form a square of a 90 degree distance in between. So for the new, and I will answer your question actually, for this new um, energetic uh, presence in Aquarius, we have to take a look at the fixed um, cross, not the cardinal cross. And that is um, Taurus, Leo, Uh, Scorpio and Aquarius because Aquarius and Leo are opposite signs. So everything that is happening in the Aquarius uh, energetic field and therefore if you are an Aquarius by birth, if your moon which is your emotional world is in Aquarius so you feel this presence of this energy more directly in, in terms of How you usually look for safety, how you look for refuge, or uh, what you normally consider uh, when you are you feel uh, afraid or vulnerable what gives you this peace of mind okay so that is what the moon does so moon in aquarius will feel that the usual way of finding refuge is not there anymore for example or the ascendant in aquarius which is determined by the time and place of birth so um you, you can find that out on, on the internet by entering your uh, birth data, but the time has to be as precise as possible together with a place of birth. So there is where you see where the sun, your sign, uh, when it came out, when you were born, what sign was the one that welcomed you. That is your ascendant. And you need to bring that into your consciousness and live the energy as if it were your uh, sign as well, right? So it's a combination of your sun sign and your ascendant that make up your personality. So Aquarius is affected, but also people whose sun, moon, or um, ascendant is Leo, or the same for Taurus and uh, Scorpio.
0: Oh, great. Mm-hmm. I have Taurus and Scorpio, so.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so you have to prepare yourself for all these uh, oh, movements. Wow. Now, again.
1: Does that mean, for example, Lorena is going to f- emotionally feel it more? Or the changes she needs to, she needs to work with the changes
2: more. What, is, what does that mean exactly? Um, actually, it depends on what part of the um chart we are focusing in on that is if it is your sign that is your son it affects who you are it affects i mean the uh, the way you express yourself or the way you feel is your nature right so something will bring some sort of um sh- uh, change so that you bring out new facets of your creativity also, because Aquarius has a lot to do with creativity. So it's like reinventing. As you were saying, Lorena, resetting, uh, reinventing. It's like bringing out the new in you. So what we did in 2020 was to get rid of what was no longer true for each one of us or no longer necessary and I, do I need this job do I need this or am I happy with this in this relationship uh, uh, am I okay with a place where I'm living I mean all these things that were for different reasons shaken up are is the crisis that we needed in order to make way for the new so but the new needs space so it means that previous to this we had to let go of many things. If it is your sun, that is your personality. If it is the moon, it is the way you look for safety when you are emotionally unbalanced. So many times it is, I cannot no longer turn to my, I don't know, my mother. Uh, when I'm in in fear of something or, um, I don't know, if I need her to huddle me, maybe this movement shows that you have to look for new embraces or new ways of feeling safe, right? So the change with the moon is precisely that. And if it is in your ascendant, fate and destiny will bring Through people or events, many changes to show whether you can adapt yourself to these new ways, right? So it is about, it depends on where in your chart this energy uh, falls and therefore the information changes. But it's important to understand that somehow or other we all have an Aquarius in our chart and Leo and Taurus and and Scorpio. Either it's not maybe these fundamental pieces of information, but a planet or a house. I mean, a house is a field of experience. It can affect your economy, your studies, your relationship with your siblings, with your children. So somehow or other, we are all in some way or another touched by this energy and with the, the the request for definitely flow with a change and, and fly into the new uh, order without knowing exactly where or how we would land on firm land. Because actually now it's more about trusting that yes, we are all with one foot in the air, still one foot on the ground, transition, right? So we are all holding fast to what we have, where we are, what we own and what we know, that is one foot, but the other foot is already up in the air and what we are asked to do is to take the plunge into the void, not easy. So it will take some time, probably three, four years to start taking some sort of shape and form for us to understand what exactly was asked of us like four years ago when in this big time of of big changes, I mean, we were sort of shaken up to, to embrace the new. So maybe three, four years to start getting some sort of clue because everything is cyclical. So in astrology, we can talk about today, this conjunction, but it's a dynamic conjunction. It doesn't stay there forever. In fact, Jupiter, as I said, has started moving on very quickly and it will do so much more so. So something that just started will then start growing into a process. Everything is process. So we like, We have to be ready for the transition, the process, and the uncertainty of what eventually will take form.
1: We have to trust a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And then so you said Jupiter's going to be like going all the way till May, kind of speeding up, and then it goes retrograde. Does that mean that there'll be a bunch of like processes or changes, and then those will kind of take step
2: back with Jupiter as well? Very, very probably. Yeah. It's like there will be many things that will be done very hastily. Think of, for example, just to take one example, the vaccine. I mean, we knew, astrologers knew that probably the vaccine would become more accessible once Jupiter crossed over Saturn. We needed that leap. Otherwise, Saturn would keep saying, wait, not ready, not perfect, not experienced for so long so that we know it works, right? So that is what Saturn wants. Time to see that things work well and that we decide on things with responsibility. But we don't have much time for that. So Jupiter jumps over Saturn and start ru- starts rushing in Aquarius. so. Saturn, uh, sorry, Jupiter think of Jupiter as new paths new roads because what Jupiter does is open roads so that we can travel new roads to find the truth Jupiter eventually leads us to our mastery to our masters and guides to our um I mean, uh, knowledge, right? I mean, Jupiter is about um, bigger and broader knowledge, right? So this is what Jupiter is bringing, which is good, because there will be this sense. Also, Jupiter brings a sense of confidence and optimism. So we need that. We need that a lot, right? So this injection of optimism is good. Saturn will stay behind saying, careful, careful you still have to do things well otherwise you have not learned anything but Jupiter will open up these roads, these paths. So the thing is that Jupiter, as you said uh, Lucia will start like trying things so quickly trying to find the answer and and the truth and there will be many things that will be done so quickly that, they will eventually prove not solid enough or not real enough, right? So, yeah, there will be in many things uh, going back, which is in a way also part of what we said before. It's not about uh, forgetting all about the past. There are certain things that with experience we learned, they are good, they are valid, they are useful. We need to... Uh, take that in mind as well, right? not just forget everything whether we are leaving behind.
0: We have mm-hmm. to use it's like history. We have to look back only exactly. to just learn from our like learn lessons and and realize what we need to change and what doesn't work. but if we ignore it, then we're just repeating the same mistakes over and over exactly. again
1: exactly and it also feels like that technology that's coming in is also setting us up for creating that distance of everyone going back to like nature and communal communal communities I guess you'd call it right do you feel like this remote kind of working or being is going to continue then
2: yeah it it has come to stay I mean yeah Yeah, I felt that too yeah. yeah because you know that also what we have discovered uh is that a staying at home, working from home, or not traveling for work means uh, also of an important reduction of expenses that are not necessary. So it's a way of preserving also the economy because because of this Earth era, everything was about you know uh, the money you have, what you can do with money, and then I want more money, and then if I, I mean, it's it's like. Um, Uh, snowball, right? Everything was accumulation and and needing more density. So this new way of doing things, which also comes with, unfortunately, uh, the fact that many jobs will be lost and many trades will be lost. Many things that were necessary not so long ago will stop being necessary. And this is part of what was what happened or what is still happening in 2020. Many people are unemployed. What this gave way to this unemployment was the awareness for governments that it's important to make sure that everyone alike has the chance to survive. So what started becoming also uh, true is this uh, aid that governments have been giving People who are unemployed in some countries, this was more possible or easier to do than in others. But I don't know exactly what you call it. It's some sort of insurance or something like laid-off money. I mean, something that that people are given because, of course, without a job they cannot survive. But in part, this is to again see that certain jobs will no longer probably be necessary but also the importance of thinking as a collective, as a community. If I have and you don't have, then let's see that it is equal for the both of us, right? And so this is, I guess, also what will start happening, Um, new social orders, new social Unfortunately, elites will continue existing because that is also Aquarius. Aquarius says it's important to think as, as a collective and in a horizontal way, but within that horizontal organization, there are some special groups. And so there will probably arise more of these special uh, groups who will have access to things that others will not. Again, think of the vaccine. Some people will have access, access to one special uh, vaccine. Others will probably have no access at all or to the one that is that comes into the country where you live. So it's not exactly the same for all of us, right? Um, but back to your question, because the digital world is Actually, what will become really the protagonist in the coming years? Um, homeschooling through uh, the internet, unfortunately, because we're missing out on all this human contact. But then also um, working from home, studying from home, and um, I think this is this is here to stay, and. It's, it's funny, I was reading a couple of days ago, someone saying that the social network that is definitely becoming more and more important uh, these days is very unsocial, right? So it's interesting, that concept, that in, in the social era, we have to still struggle with a lot of unsocial behavior. So a lot to learn. I mean, there also, right, sure. in this new uh, yeah, organization. Yeah.
1: And you talked about um, like technology, and then you give the example of that airplane, car airplane, which, by the way, the pilot in me loves. That's <laughs> like the <laughs> Jetsons. Everyone, well, when I was young, we used to watch the Jetsons. Yeah. Do you remember had- yeah
2: I-, sure. I-, I remember
1: thinking, I can't wait for that to happen one day.
2: <laughs> well, it won't take that long.
1: And then we're talking about like, you know, Earth and taking care of Earth and and going back to a more natural way of living. I also believe that not like common humans have all the I guess you say the blame on that, because I do believe that people like Tesla had the answer to really clean energy that could have helped Earth. And of course, it wasn't convenient for whoever, and it was blocked. Do you think that that kind of technology is the one that we'd be able to tap back into or there can be like leaked out into the
2: world finally, because it's Mm -hmm. already kind of known, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think this this is definitely so. So what will start becoming more um, known or obvious is that in the past, it was about the power of a few in the hands of a few for economic reasons. Obviously, um, I mean, uh, everything moving around this idea of having power because you have more shares in the market, because you have the monopoly of of a certain industry. So what this Aquarius area is, is bringing is... Bringing things out to light because the more you know, the more information you have, the more power you have. So that's why there will still be a long period of resistance between the the old. Because it's not that everything changes overnight or has changed overnight already. Definitely not because the old order will struggle, will try to struggle to impose itself on the new ideas, right? The old king will not let the young uh, sovereign just rush away and do things his way. So I guess that anyway, the social force will be so big, so strong, that these new, uh, maybe some not even so new, but these um, ideas that bring uh, the possibility of a better uh, use of resources will definitely um, uh, come in and will be a, a reality. And because there will be groups joining together to bring this through, that eventually this will definitely will not be will not be stopped. They won't be able to stop it somehow. And and if we see also in the world, I mean, think of how in the past and for the last 200 years the power mainly was in the hands of one big name and you can think of very many different big names worldwide and and they were the reference of what was right or wrong or what was needed of the people or wanted of the people this will definitely uh, stop being uh, like this it's like governments will have to reorganize themselves in different, um, I don't know, I mean, hierarchies also, but like different groups. So I guess the idea of, I don't know, more, um, I don't know, what because I'm not too good with politics either, but it's like, you know, different heads having in common the idea of how can we do things better for society? That is the Aquarius is all about the social, uh, uh, social groups, social organization. Also, it's about um, do you say solidarity in English? Yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's about being generous with your community. So generosity, solidarity, empathy, understanding the needs of your neighbors. This is also coming in. So I think that is a good force pushing the old ways away. So, yeah, that sounds
1: great. Yeah. I'm Sagittarius, so that sounds amazing to me. (laughs) I love change. I'm obsessed with change.
2: Yeah. But let me tell you something interesting that now that you mentioned Sagittarius, because there's another important presence in the sky, which is not actually a planet, but an intersection of elliptical uh, movements of the sun and and the moon, which we call the nodes. And the nodes um, stay in the same sign for 19 months. And this last May, the nodes shifted from the axis Capricorn Cancer to Sagittarius Gemini. So what we have today in the sky, and this was especially kind of reinforced, these things I'm going to explain now were reinforced in the last uh, solar eclipse and the lunar eclipse in November as well. I mean, we had this lunar eclipse on the 30th of November and the solar eclipse in December, uh, total solar eclipse. And an eclipse takes place When the moon and the sun are near the nodes, then is when we talk of an eclipse. Otherwise we have full moons, new moons every month. So an eclipse requires the presence of a new moon or a full moon, but in proximity to the nodes. Then is when the lights go off and it's a big moment of making some sort of strong insight into what we need to let go of in order to give uh, make room for what needs to come in. And in this last eclipse, solar eclipse in Sagittarius, the south node in Sagittarius and the north node in Gemini is also bringing an important message, which is the south node is about Letting go of, it's about draining. It's about um, exhausting, right? And then the north node is about incorporating. Is about bringing in what needs to be uh, contacted in order to uh, make the most of what the 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 sky is telling us we should do. So the south node in Sagittarius. Is still and will continue uh, in this same uh, sign for the rest of the twenty twenty one. Most of twenty twenty one is we need to let go in the Sagittarius um, words of that unique truth, the idea that there is only one big truth and we need to believe in that, and also the the misunderstanding that in order to grow or in order to evolve, you need to go far away to find the big answers or the big teachings. So that is why Sagittarius is about traveling, for example. So what happened in 2020 and will continue probably happening is that it's not so much about going away from where you are in order to find those answers and that's why many times traveling will not has not been easy will not be that easy it's about the north node in gemini says is about incorporating very different ideas not that unique truth that sagittarius usually uh sort of um, believes in and gemini is about, I want to listen to your voice. I want to listen to your voice. Listen to my voice. Let's see if together we can then um, add to what we know and profit from it. And Gemini is not about going away. It's about turning to your neighbor or the person who is around you. So Gemini says either... On through a screen or wherever you are, get in touch with other people, exchange ideas, BART services or products, which is, you know, because of what is going on and happening with the economy, this is happening a lot more and will continue happening. Exchange of whatever, products, objects, knowledge, especially ideas. So, we need to open up our minds to many very different ideas. And rather than um, argue against or clashing with, we need to open up to those differences, which is also part of the air era because Gemini is an air sign also. That's why that principle of the gemini air is here also to to stay for a while
0: Hmm? yeah that's like you were saying before to really get a specific reading on how all of this is going to affect you personally i guess like they could have a natal chart reading with you or with whoever they their, their astrologer is i guess um but you do offer um natal chart readings you do solar revolutions you do a bunch of different types of natal chart readings yeah so so if anybody's interested obviously you can reach out to patricia shield we'll have all the information on the show notes but i also don't want you to forget because we're probably going to close out soon yeah which is really exciting and it goes into all this air stuff right like um, online and quicker and just exchanging knowledge you're doing an intensive oh yeah, yeah intensive course right course. in english yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It actually, I I came up with that idea without realizing exactly that this was what was asked from the sky to do things more quickly and also in a more dynamic way. So I'm launching um, an intensive uh, course for the first year of astrology in three months, that is February, March, and April, is that right? February, March, April, yes. (laughs) Um, And uh, the idea is that you can learn the basics of astrology. That is everything I, I spoke about today. I mean, when I talked about Jupiter, Saturn or Capricorn or Gemini, Sagittarius to understand what this language is all about. So it's like learning the ABC of astrology and also allowing you to take a look at your chart, and start getting an, a, a clearer or better idea of what your personal map says about your life in general. So then, um, in in three months, you can learn about different signs, different moons, houses, uh, energies. So, yeah, this is this is coming soon. Yeah. So I will be uh, sending you the newsletter, girls, so in, in case you want to. Um, Yeah. So
0: when, when we, I don't know if it'll be ready once we come out with this episode in a few weeks, but if not, we'll share it on our channel. So people know, because I think, I mean, I just finished first year and I went from knowing absolutely nothing about astrology. Like I was fascinated by it after I did my natal chart reading with you, but I didn't understand anything. So like now I can actually look at a chart and start to understand things. And, you know, I love just like, pulling up my chart and being like, okay, as I start to understand things and piecing things together, um, it's fascinating. And I think it can give you really a good insight on starting to
2: understand yourself a little bit more, right? Yeah. And besides, you know, it's, like, much more common today to hear people talking in terms of astrology. Everyone is talking about this great conjunction. People are, phone I mean, calling me or writing, asking what exactly that means. So this is what I think People will start needing, regardless of your interest in astrology, is having the language to understand what is now becoming an important means of communication. Right? Like oh understanding uh, the, the 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 sky and reading the messages uh, more clearly. You need the language, so I guess this will definitely it's a help. A language. It is I definitely hope. a language. It is surely. Yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. I don't know if you want to have anything else you want to add in
2: about. Um, I think, you know, it's there's so much to say that even when I'm talking about, I mean, everything I have just uh, spoken about, I always feel I should have said this or that, but there's so much that it would take another hour probably to continue just to round it off a bit. And so that I leave some sort of message. Uh, What I think we are uh, invited to do, then you can choose, we always have the free will to do so or not, but we are invited to really understand that the best thing we can do for what is coming, which is big changes unpredictability. I mean, a sense of, I don't know. And I wonder if we just um, give ourselves away to this, and trusting that the universe wants the best for us. So rather than being like shaking in our shoes in the corner, wanting to hold on to whatever was part of our past, that definitely won't help because that past somehow or other will disappear. So the best thing is spread out your wings, trust that Taking the leap is what we are asked to do as human beings. So, And that probably the power of love and the power of this unity that we feel is going to become really important, like you un- unite ourselves in as human beings saying, OK, I trust, you trust. Let's hold hands and take the jump, take the leap. So I think that's the best thing we can do, despite all the anxiety or worry that it can come with. It's like, okay, I know that this is coming for the for the best. So let's go with it. Hmm? Yeah. Trust. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank that was so that's much. a lot to digest.
2: <laughs> <laughs> thank you, girls again. I love to these invitations. So you know you can then ask me to come and join you anytime you like. I'm so, sure we'll have really you back again. grateful. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Great. Thank you. OK. Thank you. So, merry Christmas and merry everything. Yeah. <laughs> Happy <laughs> everything. <laughs> Felices fiestas y que venga con mucho amor y mucha felicidad.
0: We hope you guys enjoyed that episode. There's so much information that Patricia provided for everybody but I think it gives a good idea of the energy and what we're going into for 2021. And it's perfect because this is our first episode back and we'll be coming back every Monday as always with a new episode. So look out for those. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast on your podcast platform. And also if you feel called to share this episode with anybody, that would be great. And also we would appreciate it if you guys do enjoy the podcast, if you could take just a few minutes to rate and review us on itunes that would be amazing and we would greatly appreciate it and also make sure you're following us on instagram and facebook because we're always updating information there and we're also sharing like weekly gaia recommendations which you can watch for free and all that so make sure you're following us there and we'll be back next week with a new episode sending you all love and light and have a great week